You're listening to the Call Kent podcast, where Kent C. Dodds answers questions and gives insights to software engineers like you. Now, let's hear the call. So I have a, a main component inside. There, there are some remote components like Office Select. They fetch the data asynchronously on mount. And every time I'm, I'm going to test the main component, I just get an act warning on the Office Select, which is pretty, pretty annoying, you know? How, how, how can I deal with this kind of warnings? And that was the call. Here's what Kent had to say. Hey there. So uh, I've got some thoughts on this. Um, first of all, I think it's important for anybody who's listening to uh, understand what ACT even is. And so I'll add a link to my blog post about this in the description of this episode. Um, but uh, and, and I know that you have actually read that blog post already. Um, so the way that I typically do this is uh, often this is something that's happening um, it, like as part of rendering the entire app and um, we're waiting for things to load in and so we need things to settle before we continue with our test. And so what I do is I have a utility uh, just like a, a render, uh, a custom render function like it's uh, talked about in the testing library docs um, that renders my entire app and then uh, before exiting that utility function, I actually wait for all of the loading spinners and everything to go away. Uh, once all that is, has settled and everything's loaded, then I continue and I can write the rest of my test. And so far that's actually worked out pretty well for me um, for two reasons. One, um, the, the rest of the test is going to only interact with um, the portion of the app that I'm actually trying to test. Uh, and so like uh, things are only going to be loading uh, in the areas that I'm going to be making assertions on and waiting for and stuff like that. Um, I don't have um, things that are irrelevant to the test also loading data and setting state and stuff. Um, and the other reason is that now I'm just using Remix and with Remix I actually don't have this problem at all. Um, I, I don't need to worry about whether or not the um, data has loaded because Remix takes care of loading all the data. so all of my tests can just be 100%. The, the data is loaded. So now what do we do? Um, and so I, I never really run into this. However, uh, I can totally see a situation where you're rendering this, uh, this page. Um, and even if you do wait for everything to finish loading before continuing with your test, uh, you do some sort of interaction that triggers uh, other areas of the app to update. Or potentially, uh, there are other areas of the app that are um, uh, have like some polling going on or something. Um, they have some functionality uh, where it's updating state that's happening outside of the component that you're actually trying to test. Uh, given this situation, what I would do is first you want to make sure that you at least have a test that covers the integration between this higher component that you're rendering and all of its children component uh, components. Because if you don't, then how can you be sure that uh, what you're shipping um, is working, uh, and so like the integration there actually works properly. So that that's first the important thing. Um, but once you have that, then you're safe to mock out those components and not have to worry about whether um, or like anything what those components are doing. You just uh, mock it out um, 
and what I typically do is I use jest.mock uh, and give it the path to the, the file where that component lives. And then um, I will set it to a function that returns null, uh, so it just doesn't render anything, or set it to a function that returns a div with an ID that's descriptive of what it is. So that when you look at like debug output and stuff, you can see, oh, okay, this is where my you know office select component would go or whatever it is. Um, and so that that's I'm guessing that's where you're going to be at. What, what you're going to need to do is mock out that component that is irrelevant to the test, but is uh, triggering state updates that are triggering those those act warnings that you're getting. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm not always a big fan of mocks, but that's definitely one situation where it makes sense. Just make sure that you're not throwing uh, out the confidence that you get out of testing and integration. I suppose one other thing that you could do is have one test that, that gets your integration points for uh, all the components of this app page, and then um, have more uh, isolated unit tests of the different components on that page. Um, and so then those wouldn't have to worry about uh, mocking out the other components because you're literally only interacting with the one that you are uh, testing. The challenge with this is uh, sometimes you um, have various parts of, of that page that you're interacting with and that that's um, multiple components are interacting with the same context value or something like that. And so your test would involve rendering those multiple multiple components, which is probably fine. Um, but uh, yeah, you just have to kind of weigh the the costs of what you want to uh, what you want to do. So anyway, I hope that's helpful to you. Good luck. Have a good day. Uh, yeah, good day. <laughs> Goodbye. This has been the Call Kent podcast. Learn more about Kent at kentcdods.com and get your own questions answered at kentcdods.com slash calls.